Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Hey, welcome in. This is All Ball, the all basketball podcast all the time. Here's what we're going to do, okay? A little different this time. Um, 
I have some basketball thoughts about the NBA. And as I get back to playing, you know, does it hurt the Portland? Does it hurt the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, but three and a half games up with like eight games to play. If you can't close the deal, you didn't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway. Um, I don't love the fact that they're waiting two months. I think if you're going to play these preliminary games, you can play them earlier in July. I do think the product will be better because of the kind of ramp up to the playoffs that they're going to build. I, I wonder what the ratings will be like going up against football. But we all, I think most of us knew the NBA would eventually be back. It was just in what form or fashion. And, you know, look, it's it's going to be interesting. Maybe the reason they're delaying is because what they really want is to play in home arenas. And though they're setting up the bubble, there is the outside shot that conference finals, maybe NBA finals get played in an arena if, if we pull out of uh, the coronavirus quarantine better than expected. That said, who wouldn't be happy about basketball being back? Um, but here's what I want to do this week. TJ Hushmanzada is my guest. He's a former Pro Bowl wide receiver with the Cincinnati Bengals. He's got an amazing story. We'll talk some basketball. We'll talk some protests. And we'll talk about the life of TJ Hushmanzada. Did you know he dealt drugs? Did you know he dropped out of high school? Did you know that when he's at Oregon State, they went 11-1 and and kicked the crap out of Notre Dame? You're about to find out. Here's my guest, TJ Hushmanzada. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's welcome him in. He's the one. He's the only TJ Hushmanzada. Hush, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Uh, good, man. I want to ask you, I got a bunch of things to get to, and I want to try and allow you to tell your own kind of personal story, which I find to be one of the most fascinating ones in sports. Um, but let's let's start with what everyone's talking about, which is these these protests. And as we'll we'll kind of detail as you tell your story, like you weren't always on the right side of the law. You weren't always uh, the father and former superstar NFL player you are today when when I say police as a black man who grew up mostly in, in California, but in other parts of the country as well, um, how do you feel when you view people protesting the police and their treatment specifically of African-Americans? Oh man, it, it, you know, there's so many different layers when, when we talk that. And I, mean, I, I can just speak from experience. Number one, um, my brother, he, he got arrested when he was in the ninth grade about 13, 14 years old. He got out when he was 23 or 24. First offense had never been in trouble. I had a friend, and my brother got arrested for armed robbery. I had a friend get arrested for attempted murder. He's white Mexican, but he looks white. When they arrested my brother, they roughed his ass up. Roughed his ass up. My brother gets arrested. They, they, they just walked him out the house. And this is attempted murder. They just walk him out. No roughing him up, nothing. Even to this day, to this day, I get pulled over, it's a problem. Like, I mean, the last time I got pulled over, and part of it was my fault, I, I didn't stop completely at the stop sign. My son was in the backseat. He said he used the bathroom. I literally was 500 feet from my house. Right. Get pulled over. Get pulled over by the sheriff. And literally walks up with his hand on his gun. I'm like, bro, I know I did that, but my son's in the backseat. He has to pee. 
made a huge deal, called back up. They pulled guns, and I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? Like, I live right here. What, what are you guys doing? And so it's a problem. It's a problem. It needs to be addressed. It's going to take time. Um, but but it's something that we as black men have dealt with forever, so you kind of get used to it. And it's sad that you get used to it because it happens on a regular basis for the most part. Yeah, see, I... You know, like I always thought, and again, you know, like our backgrounds are different. Uh, you know, I've gotten in trouble before, you know, with the, with the law. Uh, but I, I've always thought that the cop thing was a power trip thing, right? That you get, you get the the, the guy who, you know, the guy who becomes a cop. A lot of them are guys that they want to, they get to handle a gun, they get to be in charge, they get to be boss man, if you will. I never, I never, because I, it's really hard to see yourself in somebody else's shoes, experience it through, you know, a black man's shoes, which I cannot. I always just, that's what I, that's what I assumed. Um, has it changed? Has it evolved? You're saying it hasn't, right? It's still, this is now with you, with your son. It hasn't oh, changed since happened, you were a kid. This happened probably about, about three weeks before the, uh, coronavirus, before the lockdown, the quarantine. Oh, it, it's happened. Well, my daughter, she's a sophomore in college. She was a sophomore in high school. I'll never forget this, Doug. Never forget it. I was still driving her to school. And I would just get up, put a hoodie on, drop her off, come home. The same police officer pulled me over like six times in two weeks. Sheriff, not the, the sheriff. And the last time, I, I tell you, I was so angry. I went up to the sheriff's station. He kept pulling me over because he said, I had window tint on my car. Well, when I go to the sheriff's station, the guy's like, oh, my son has window tint on his car. We all have. The sheriff pulls you over. He's being an a-hole for window tint. The same guy just kept pulling me over, the same guy. And I think he wanted me to go off on him, which I did, but I think he might have wanted me to take it a little further. I don't know. I will tell you that when I moved to California the first time, I was working for CBS, I had an Audi and that I bought from a buddy of mine in Oklahoma. And it had tin, window tint on the front, and I kept we kept getting pulled over for it. Finally, we took it off, and it was like one of those things. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, I, I never really understood it. On the other hand, when I got pulled over, you know, no, they they might not have been nice to me, but it wasn't like I felt unsafe, right? Like, there's a difference between everybody getting pulled over for the same thing and how it makes you feel. Right. And that's that's really kind of what it's about. It's it's the it's the feeling of like, hey, man, you're just you're you're acting as if you're harassing me and trying to hide behind the. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It was like it really felt like a harassment. And it was like to the point where I was I was and I was frustrated. And it was like the same guy really like you recognize my car by now, bro. It's like pulling me up. It seems like every day. Um, yeah, it, it, I thought it was ridiculous, and I went up to the, like I said, the sheriff's station, said something about it, and oh, I didn't get pulled over again. What a coincidence! I, I've had this, I have had this thought, and I've shared it on the radio show, which is like, look, all of this, we're all sitting here saying, like, you know, Kaepernick had a point, right? Kaepernick and Eric Reed had a point, but my issue with Kaepernick is like, look, this is a movement where even cops are now taking a knee. That's the symbolic gesture uh, uh, that that Colin Kaepernick uh, took. I'm just wondering why he hasn't made himself into a visible leader of this portion of the movement. You you know, Doug, I I don't think 
we, and when I say we as people, I don't think we can force our viewpoint onto Kaepernick. Like you said, be a visible figure. He chooses to operate in the dark, so to speak, uh, in the background. And for him, that's what he sees fit. And I, and I, and I think we got to get away from because this is what we want somebody to do or be. That's not how he's going to operate. As long as he's trying to exact change, whether he's in the front or the background, he's still trying to get the same thing done. I think we got to get away from, uh, you need to be in front. You need to be saying exactly this. He said what he was doing and what he was trying to get accomplished and the reasons why. Whether it's the front or the background, I believe it should have been enough because we can't force anybody to be something that they're not. He probably didn't feel comfortable doing that. He probably didn't feel comfortable nailing it, but he felt he had an obligation to do it, and he did it. And so because he hasn't been at the forefront, I don't see it as a problem, but I know plenty of people that do, and I don't understand why. TJ Hushmanzada, um, it's an it's a, it's a interesting way of looking at it. I, I've experienced basketball teams where you, there's guys that are supposed to be leaders that can't be leaders. I do think that's one of the things that haunted him when he was a quarterback, though, is that he's just not comfortable being that sort of visible leader, right? If you remember the first time he lost his job with the Niners, there was the talk of, well, he's quiet. He's got his headphones on all the time. He's not really a rah-rah, get-behind-us sort of guy. And I, I do think that is his personality, but it is part of what hurt him when he was with the Niners. Is that, is that at least fair? Yeah, that, that's a fair assumption because quarterbacks, are, you have to communicate. And there's times you got to, in essence, grab the bull by the horns and, and take over and be that extra coach on the field and, and just do things you may not be comfortable doing. And his personality can probably be as such. I'm just not 100% comfortable doing this or doing that. And that's okay. We, in the media now that I'm in the media, and even as a player, we always try to make our better players, especially our quarterbacks, the leaders of the team. Some of them don't have a personality, and they try to lead, and guys don't follow because they see that, they sense that, they feel that. And so, is that Kaepernick? I don't know Kaepernick very well. I've met him once. Um, very pleasant. The conversation flowed. It was very, I thought he was a cool dude, but when you start getting into this element, I don't know, and maybe he doesn't feel comfortable in the situation, or maybe he just doesn't want all the attention on him. Who knows what it is? But he was ahead of his time with this, and what he did, it was no, it wasn't just a, oh, police brutality. It's just been going on forever, and it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does happen, black men are losing their lives, and that has to, because I'll be the first to tell you, I don't have the best attitude when it comes to stuff like that, and this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Easily could be me because my temper will get the best of me. Man, I got four kids. Man, I can't have that going on because I lose my temper. And what you said, these guys are on a power. I, that, that has to stop, man. Like, it's a life. You get one life. When it's over, it's over. There's no do-overs. There's no going back. You can't plug yourself in a wall and reach. Like, it's over, man. So, like, 
the beautiful part about being in California, and it's happened in California, is you grow up with so many different races, so many different people that we learn to get along with everybody. Sports obviously teaches you that because there's so many different races. You come from different backgrounds. And, and so but it, it has to stop. And again, with Kaepernick, yes, would, would you want to see him at the forefront? But I'm okay with you being in the background because you're, you're, you're trying to exact change. You're actually putting in normal money, your sweat, your tears, your time. And so that, that has to say something. It has to mean a lot. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the other issue, and obviously if you get stereotyped in terms of, I think this is the big issue I believe with cops, and in uh, this is where I would support them, is... Anytime you roll up to anybody's car nowadays, you have no idea who's packing, right? Like part part of that is I don't know what you talk about your attitude. Like what would your attitude be like if you were a cop and anytime you roll up for a guy rolling a stop sign, you have no idea on that window you knock on what's, you know, what that guy has in his glove box, right? Now they're supposed to be trained and know how to deal with it and have better bedside manner. And I also think there's a good element to it to which, you know, uh, whether wh- whoever you are, you know, just because a black man is is the guy you're pulling over, that doesn't mean he's more likely to have a gun than anybody else. Right. I'd, I'd love to see the stats that say that because I don't believe they exist. Right. I think white guys are actually more likely to have a firearm license or otherwise. Um, but I think that's a That's a big issue to it as well, which is like you don't know who's packing and. You know, my attitude wouldn't be good when I have, if I have to knock on somebody's window and ask them to give me license registration, and I don't know what what what's going to happen when they roll down that window. On the other hand, it's how they how they deal with it. All right, let's let, let's get let, let's get to your story, okay? 
um, because I it's one of the most fascinating things. And generally, I reserve this pod. We talk about hoop, and I know you love hoop, and we'll talk about that some before we bid adieu. But you didn't finish high school. You become an NFL star. Like, how does that your your story is a movie? How does that happen? A bit of luck. Maybe somebody gonna hear this and they gonna make a movie out of it. Who knows? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's uh, really. I I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like me and my buddies, like my best friends. Uh, they've been my best friends since some since elementary, majority since junior high, a couple since high school. These are the dudes that I'm still cool with to this day. Um, I don't know. It, it just growing up. Um, Mama was on drugs. She was a crackhead. Uh, Drank a lot on the first and the fifteenth, and anybody from the hood know what the first and fifteenth, what those days represent. <laughs> and so, uh, payday. It was just right, well, right, right. Payday or government payday, whatever. Like that's when you. Yeah, that's yeah, when you get money. Was, that's when you got welfare checks. Yeah, the first and the fifteenth. Yeah, and so the first and the fifteenth, we just knew we was gonna get a little money here and there, about five, ten dollars, and the rest was gonna go to uh, drugs and alcohol. And so that's just we. That was the way our life. Let's get back to the police really quick. Doug, when the police didn't come to our neighborhood, it was like a boring day. Like, I looked forward to the police coming to the neighborhood and all the dope boys running from the police. Like, that was exciting for me. When they didn't happen, it felt like, oh, today's boring. So that that's how I grew up. Like, when they came to the neighborhood and all the dope boys started running, I was, as a kid, seeing that. It was excitement. And when that didn't happen, it was like, oh, today was boring. So that's another thing. But, yeah, my mom, she didn't emphasize school, man. My mom had four kids. And the youngest one is the only one of us to graduate. And so school wasn't emphasized. Nothing was really emphasized. We could kind of go as we please. I was in between my mother and my grandmother. My grandmother was a little, was a lot strict, very strict. (laughs) And so, obviously, we didn't want to be there. We wanted to be with our mother because we got to do what we wanted to do. And so... Living with my mom, I just didn't go to school out of high school. I went probably two and a half years total. Um, didn't play football until my senior year in high school. Grades came out. Obviously, I wasn't eligible, so I said, why am I going to school? I can't play sports. And, yeah, that was it, man. Walked on, went and played at JUCO. And once I got to JUCO, I had a really good first year. And the coach told me, you got a chance to play Division One. A lot of schools are going to recruit you. Go get your GED. So after my first year at JUCO at Fritos College, I went and got my GED. Um, yeah, and I buckled down in JUCO. I, I really did. I did well enough to get my AA. Um, I like to always think, and I tell people this, <laughs> um, I just didn't apply myself. I like to look at myself as an intelligent person. I just did not apply myself. And so when I decided to apply myself, school came rather easy for me. Um, let me go back to when you were in, why were you in Oklahoma City? My mom, I was living with my grandmother, and my mom met a guy, and he went to Oklahoma City, and we hopped on a Greyhound. I would probably say six months after she was there and moved to Oklahoma City. How old were you? I was probably 12 or 13. So you get That's to Oklahoma when I City. really got into the streets, really, was in Oklahoma City, believe it or not. 
I met a guy um, named Sean, and we started shooting dice. And shooting, we only had $20 each, and that dice game evolved into something completely else. And then that's when I got into the streets. And when I came back to California, I pretty much stayed in the streets. Okay, wait, wait. So you're, you're using... I know what you're talking about, but if you're listening to this pod, you, we've had this conversation before. Okay, so you're shooting dice, and what happens? How does it evolve into something else? What's, what's that mean? It was just, you, you shoot dice, and again, we're just shooting dice for a dollar, dollar bills. Anybody there, it goes back and forth. Nobody kind of gets an upper hand because nobody wants to bet enough money to lose their $20 extremely quick. And so, then when I say get in the streets, you go, oh, sell drugs. So we combined our money and was like, let's see how much we can do with this. And then eventually we kind of split up and went our separate ways, but stayed friends. And again, I was only in Oklahoma for about eight months. And when I was in Oklahoma, I literally, I probably went to school. And that was the beginning of the end because I believe, so I wasn't 12. I was 13 going into my freshman year in high school. I didn't go to school in Oklahoma. I literally registered for school and probably went to school three days. So, so, so how did, how, how do you, how do you, like, again, and like, you don't, you're not like selling anybody out now because it's 30 years later. How do you, like, how do you, okay, we pull, you got 40 bucks. How do you go get mm-hmm. enough money to sell? Like, how does it work to go get drugs and sell drugs? Like, how does that happen? So it's very simple, man. Um, so you call it a double up. Guys in the hood, you give them $40, they'll give you $80 worth of crack cocaine. And so why do they give you? Why do they give you eighty? Why do they give you eighty dollars worth of eighty? Why do they give you eighty dollars worth of cocaine crack if if you only give them forty bucks? It's that's it's a double up. They try to help me get going. They they basically okay. helping me. And then okay, so, so you go you go and you get eighty dollars. You sell it yourself. You and Sean yeah, sell it. Yeah, me and Sean sell it ourselves. And I mean, literally sold in like thirty minutes. So we were like, oh my god, eighty dollars just fast. So we went and got a sixteenth. Now, sixteenth, when you cut up crack cocaine, if you cut it up well, a sixteenth can make you like a hundred ninety, two hundred bucks. So you go get a sixteenth, and you do that, and then you split the money, you do it again, then you go your separate ways. Because now we both got two, three hundred dollars, and now you can kind of get your own sixteenth. The sixteenth back then went for a hundred bucks. Man, that was years ago, obviously, and so. Yeah, I mean, it was so many close encounters, man, like getting shot at, police coming to raid our spot. And here I am, 14 years old, moving around like I'm a grown man. And it just was so crazy. Like, But that was exciting for me. But looking back on it, like I couldn't imagine my kids having to grow through that. But that was par for the course for me growing up. That was normal. I thought it was normal. I knew I didn't live great, but I didn't think I lived that bad until I met some friends that had some money, and you go to their house, and they're like, oh, my God, this dude got a mansion. And now I look back at that house, and I'm like, oh, is that his house? How did you know how to cut it? I don't know. Just kind of learn. You see them cut it when they give it to you, and then you just kind of learn. You know, you just kind of learn. And then it just evolved. As I, When I came back to California, I didn't really do as much crack. I just started selling weed. Okay, so I, I want to get to that. In a se- I want to get to that in a second. But okay, how do you how'd you not get caught? Like this seems like a. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I would always and I would always tell people like I'm just too smart, and I know that sounds like yeah, that's what they all say. But 
I don't I don't know why. Again, how did I make it to the league? I, I just got lucky. Somebody was watching over me. It was just meant for me to have these tri- tribulations and, and not be affected. And, I mean, get caught. Get I mean, I was shot at, and people next to me are getting shot, and nothing happened to me. I mean, it was just a bit of luck, man, really, to be honest with you. So when you moved back, you moved to Barstow, right? Yeah, I moved to Barstow. My grandma, so my mother stayed in Oklahoma. We caught a greyhound back to Bar, uh, California, lived with my grandmother. My grandmother was very, very, very religious. Jehovah Witness her entire life. Um, so, like, I mean, we come back to California, went to Barstow. Uh, friends, because I had, my mother would be between Barstow and L.A., but we would be with our grandmother, we'd be with our mother, we'd be back and forth. And so I had friends in Barstow. And so as soon as I got there, I was like, hey, bro, what's up? I need, I need to buy this. I want to, we got to get in the streets. And so, like, they were my childhood friends. And, and so just started doing the same thing, minus the crack cocaine, and just went to weed. I was a little older, understood it a little more. Um, yeah, but the crazy thing is, and I will say this, I've never done a drug in my life, man. I've never smoked anything. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. In my life, I might drink once a year, and it could be because some of my mom do it so much. It just I would never do it. Um, okay, so you get so how did you get from you were selling weed in Barstow, right? Mm-hmm. How do how do you get from like so how, how big did it get? Like the biggest it got in Barstow was what? I mean, I, I always had money. I will say that. I mean, like, I always had a nice chunk of change. I'm talking thousands, always. Always. I mean, I I, I, I was doing all right, but I, I was I ever in, you know, never, I was never uh, one of those big dope boys where, oh, I had this and that. I mean, I had a Cutler Supreme, an 86 on some McLean's. I didn't even have dates. Um, but I always had a few thousand dollars for sure. During this entire time, you're growing up, okay, from SoCal to Oklahoma City to Barstow. Did you were you playing sports? Were you just hanging out, shooting dice? What, what were you doing? We we obviously growing up in our time, we would go to the park and play basketball. We would play uh, football at the park where you can't even use this term anymore. But when we called it, it was smear the queer. Yeah. You throw the ball up, the guy gets it, everybody goes tackles him. Uh, we would play those type of games. I was always a sports fan, so I've always watched every sport. Huge fan of boxing, everybody knows that. Football, basketball. Just got into baseball six, seven years ago because of my kids. But I've always been a huge sports fan. And so I think mentally just watching a game, I've always been a pretty good athlete. I was pretty much good at every sport, at least in my eyes I was, and I think that's part of the reason athletes are good because you believe you are good. Um, yeah, and it just – I went out to the football team. The coach, Coach Menares, Dionisio Menares, the Mexican dude, big dude, defensive lineman, he didn't take no shit. So he would yell at us. I would yell back. He'd be like, get the F out of here. And I would buck up to him, and he would buck up like, TJ, don't get your ass beat out here. And I wasn't used to that type of 
I just want to lose that type of leadership, that voice, that you're not going to run over me. You're going to be disciplined. You're going to have some respect for yourself and your team. I just wasn't used to that. And so I couldn't play because we would clash all the time. I went off of practice, practice two days. We get into it. I'm off the team. And then finally going into my senior year, I was like, if I want to play, I'm going to have to listen to Coach Menard just yell at me. And he yelled at me a few times. He's seen that I kept coming back, and the rest is history. Kept playing. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Uh, Were you always a wide receiver? No, I was a running back in high school. I was a running back in a DB in high school, and it was my choice to move the receiver when I went to uh, Cerritos Junior College because I always, just watching TV, I thought all the running backs were big. I thought they were all bigger than me. And as soon as I get to Cerritos, I'm like, oh, I'd be the biggest running back here. But I had already made my mind up that I was going to play receiver. And so go to Cerritos College, and I'm a receiver. Wait, how did you, but how do you, how did you pick Cerritos College? Like Barstow, drop out of high school. How did you decide, like, Cerritos is the place I want to go and play football? So the head coach that I told you about, Dionisio Menares, he played at Cerritos. Um, left Cerritos, went to Nebraska. Um, so when he played at Cerritos, he went and coached at Cerritos for a year. And my best friend, his name is Kush. And funny thing is, he don't smoke. That's just his nickname. I have no idea why his parents nicknamed him Kush, but you preface that he doesn't smoke. Um, he was one of the top receivers in the state of California our senior year. He didn't qualify, so he went to Cerritos. What Coach Menards wanted him to come to Cerritos. And I'm like, we always together. There's no way you're going to Cerritos and I'm staying here. I'm going with you. So I went with Kush to Cerritos because they wanted him. I was just a tag-along friend that came along with Kush. Coach Menards was supposed to coach there, and that's why we went. He ended up taking a job at the University of Idaho. So we think we're going to go be playing for Coach Menards again. He leaves. He bounces. He's gone. And so it was just like, ah, here we go. And so, yeah, it worked out. I got lucky. Kush, uh, I would say like a week before his first, our first game at Cerritos College, he broke his foot. I was third string. Kush broke his foot. 
He was a starter. His backup, Lanye, I forget Lanye's last name. He got arrested. Oh, first game I started, first play of the game, I bombed somebody like 80 yards. How amazing is that? Like somebody else gets, like all the shit you did and somebody else gets arrested ends up allowing you to play and the ball out, right? Like, uh, that, that, like just a, it's a, like a halo that's around you. Um, so Oregon State recruits you. Did Dennis Erickson recruit you himself? Was there a, a wide receivers coach? How'd you end up in Corvallis? So coming out of JUCO, I was, I was fairly highly recruited. I was probably a top three recruit in the country. Um, myself, uh, it's a kid named Delvon Flowers from El Camino that went to Arizona State. And I believe the other guy's name was Eddie Williams. I believe he went to Arkansas. I believe that was his name. I could be wrong. But anyway, I was recruited. I had, I was recruited by a lot of teams in the Pac-12. Pretty much everybody. Um, minus UCLA, Stanford. But I was recruited by pretty much all the schools in the Pac-10 and now the Pac-12. Some SEC schools, um, schools in the Big East. And so, who recruited me at Oregon State was a guy named uh, Mike Johnson. I believe he's at Penn State now. I believe, no, he, maybe Mississippi State, Mississippi State, but I don't know where he's at. Michael Johnson, I, he, he's the one who recruited me. His son's at Penn State. His son's a quarterback now. And so he was on the staff with Mike Riley. Mike Riley leaves and I believe goes to the Chargers. Erickson gets yes. the job, keeps Mike Johnson on. So now Mike Johnson and Eric Yarber recruit me, who's not a receiver coach of the uh, L.A. Rams. And, and so my JUCO coach, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. He was like, they just hired Dennis Erickson. They're going to throw the ball around, coming from Miami, blah, blah, blah. And so that's why I went. And crazy thing, it was like 15 of us from uh, JUCO. We all took our recruiting trip at the same time. We were all JUCO, all Americans, and we all went to Oregon State and turned it around and a handful of a handful of us we end up playing in the league. Uh, by the way, Mike Johnson that was his uh, that was he was a um, he played for the Shreveport Pirates, the Orlando Predators, the British Columbia Lions, and the Canadian Football League. Uh, he was a JUCO guy himself, Arizona State to Mesa Community College, and then you know now he's last year he was with um, I believe Mississippi State as their wide yeah, receiver coach, State. but. Yep. Yeah, but he's been he was he was with the Niners as well. He's the Niners offensive mm-hmm. coordinator one year. Um uh kind of ironically enough. Okay, so you get there. You get to Oregon State. You all t- the first time you met Chad Johnson was where and when? I met Chad prior to prior to getting to Arizona, I mean, the Oregon State. So, our receiver coach who's the one who started this footwork craze that everybody's doing now, Charles Collins, the OG, we call him Coach C. Yeah, he coached at Santa Monica. That's where Chad went to JUCO at him and Steve Smith. Eric Yarber, who's a L.A. guy, went to Crenshaw High School. Coach C went to Manual Arts. They were childhood friends. Yarbs introduces me to Coach C. Coach C, Coach Chad, trains Chad. And so we linked up uh, that summer prior to uh, we heading off to Oregon State. What was he like? Oh, and you know what's funny? Let me let me give you a story how Chad got to Oregon State. It's crazy how things work. We had a guy on our football team, a receiver named Mongero Jones, went to El Camino. He got kicked off the team for stealing somebody's uh, DJ equipment. 
a scholarship came open, they gave it to Chad. That's how Chad got there. But Chad has always been, for me, Chad is a quiet dude, man. Real chill. Um, great dude. Like, Chad is one of the nice people you meet, will give you the shirt off his back a thousand times if you ask him a thousand times. Probably too nice. But very quiet. And then you put a camera in his face or the competition gets going. And you're like, oh, my God, I thought he was quiet. And so, but initially, he's just real quiet, real chill, just working, trying to get better. Like, when I saw Chad, I was like, he was like the best receiver I had ever seen. The way he moved, it was like, whoa. But his personality, he was real chill until the competition started or a camera came around. Did did anybody at Oregon State, did they know about your upbringing, about your background? Like, did you ever tell anybody, like, hey, you know <laughs> – I used to sell drugs up until, like, I decided to be a football player. No, I don't. You know what? To be honest, with you, I, probably yes and no. But a, in a lot of guys, and I don't want to say a lot. I don't want to assume. But that's, like, par for the course in our neighborhoods. Like, guys that you're going to sell some weed, you're going to sell some crack here and there. That's the only way to get money. You think. You see. Because that, that, that's all you see, like. The dope boys growing up, they got nice cars. They got all the pretty girls. You think, I want to be like so-and-so. D-Lope when I grow up. And you you see that. And so you think that's the way to go because you see nothing else. You, You don't see nobody getting up, going to work to be a doctor, going to work to be a lawyer, going towards law. You don't see that. At least I didn't. And so what you see that's what we aspire to be. And so the guys at Oregon State, that the majority of them story is very, very similar to mine. They just didn't play in the NFL. But everything else, it's very, very similar. So when you tell that story, I'm, when I tell my story, I'm telling the story of so many others minus the NFL because they've been through it already. You guys went... 11 and 1, right? You beat uh you beat Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Your only loss was a 3-point loss. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRat.com sports, TireRat.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Washington, what do you remember more, the Washington loss or the, uh, the Notre Dame win? The Washington loss, because I remember it like yesterday. Our defense was, see, that's what people, we were so good defensively that if we weren't rolling on offense, our defense kept us in the game. But i never forget it. I, I believe UW hit us for over 250 rushing and 250 passing. Worst game our defense played all year. It was on the road. It was extremely loud. That's when they had Marcus Tui out so far as a quarterback. Willie Hurst is a running back. And we get the ball last. We drive the length of the field, and we miss the field goal to send it to overtime. The only kick, that field goal kick, I believe, is that. Wait, what was and, the guy's name? You want to know? It's uh, Ryan Seska. I believe Your that kicker was, was Ryan Seska, that, correct. He made four extra points. Huh? Was that the only kick he missed all year? I believe, huh? Correct. That, that, no, he no he missed three field goal three field goals that year. He missed one extra point that year. Oh no, wait, wait. Two thousand okay. is two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, you know he he missed a couple field goals, but he was okay. a very good kicker. That was his his sophomore year. He made sixteen out of nineteen field goals. Yeah, I mean, I, and I re, I remember that like it was yesterday because in essence it prevented. 
playing in the national championship because you know how they did it back then. I, I felt we were the best team. I, we were fat. Our defensive linemen were running four, five, four, six, and offensively we could throw, we could run. I mean, we, we could just do so much. But you know, it was always going to be the Florida State, the Miami, the Oklahomas that were always. We, we started. I don't. We, I'm, we're unranked. We, we started at the bottom, and so it was. You lose that game to Washington. It was so hard to get picked to play in that national. It, at the time, we got picked to play in the Fiesta Bowl. They didn't even know who was going to get picked to play in that because Washington was going to the Rose Bowl because they it was a three way tie and the Rose Bowl could pick who they wanted to play and that type of stuff between or it was a two way tie between us and Washington because we beat Oregon in the Civil War. So it, it was just one of those things where we we, we I thought I felt we had a really really good team, best team in the country. Um, but it's all talk. You never really get a chance to prove it, at least back then, not the way you do today. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that Notre Dame. Like, you guys show up, you got, what did you say, 15 JUCOs? 15 JUCOs. Oh, at, at least. Yeah, at, at least, right? Like, you, JUCO City, you guys have dudes for days. And you're at the Fiesta Bowl getting ready to play Notre Dame. And having gone to Notre Dame, I know that, like, Notre Dame, there's a there's a level of confidence arrogance right like you got the best of the best i i i gotta think at some point very early on the game they might must have figured out this was this was not a game a team that they really wanted any part of early on i don't know if uh coach erickson was just trying to get us out for the game but so you know how when you do ball games I don't know if it's similar in basketball because it's March Madness things that you're playing so often. But for bowl games, you have a banquet. And initially, we were told that the teams were going to intermingle. It would be three guys from Notre Dame, three guys from Morgan State, and one coach at each table. That's initially what we were told. So we get to the banquet, and Coach Erickson's like, oh, they don't want to do that. They want Morgan State on this side, Notre Dame on this side. They, they don't want to intermingle. So they, oh, they think they're better than us. We're going to show these guys. And so <laughs> we went into the game like it was like they really thought they were better than us. It's kind of what we're going through now. It's like they went to Notre Dame, this prestige school. Here we are at all little Oregon State. And they, I really think they thought they were better than us. And, and so watching their tape, it was like, they're not going to do anything on our defense. And, and that's what made us good. It wasn't our offense. We were going to put points up. But our defense was so dominant because they were so fast. And, and it was just one of those things. Like, we probably going to blow these guys out. Like, literally, guys had bets, like, who was going to get MVP. And nobody really played the second half because it was a blowout at halftime. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. 
Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You know, it's interesting. Uh, did At the time, did you know, like I'm sure they people told you stories, but like you didn't grow up playing football and though you were a fan of sports, it wasn't like you really, did you know traditionally how bad Oregon State was and how amazing what you guys were a part of was? I mean, you know. Looking back on it now, yes, at the time, no. My first year there, um, I was pretty much injured the whole year. Uh, but that was the first winning season Oregon State had had in 30-plus years. And they made a huge deal about it. But any athlete will tell you, wherever we go, we think we're going to win. And so going to Oregon State, people are like, why are you going to Oregon State when you can go to USC? Why are you going to Oregon State when you can go here? I'm like, we're going to win. And that was just my mindset. If we all go here, all these guys that I played against in JUCO that I believe can really play, yeah, I mean, uh, by the way, you guys outgained Notre Dame four forty six to one fifty five. They had seventeen yards rushing. And that was that man. Like our deep, like, we had just the we probably had like seven dudes off that defense playing the NFL, maybe more. Dennis Weathersby, Terrell Roberts, may you rest in peace. Dolores Grant, DeJuan Edwards, Richard Siegler, Nick Barnett, James Allen. That's seven. And they know, too, like we had, and I'm, talking, I'm not talking about just playing a year or two, multiple years. And, like, we had a lot of guys from that defense. Ladarius Jackson, that's eight. Like, we had a lot of guys play a long time in the NFL that played on that defense. And so that's where our, uh, our bread was buttered. We were very good and very fast on defense. So you get drafted in the seventh round. What was what was it like leading up to the NFL draft in terms of your own personal expectations? Uh, I was just training with Coach C. We just just me him and Chad. That's it. Nobody else. Us three. Couple people would come here, come train with us every blue moon, but the workouts were so hard. Um, it wasn't made for them. They couldn't take it. And so my expectations, you know, training again. What did I say? I thought Chad was the best receiver I'd ever seen. So training with him every day, he's pushing me, I'm pushing him. He's making me better. Um, me pushing him is making him better, but me watching him is making me better. And, and so it was just us every day. Coach C is timing us in the 40. I'm like, oh, I really thought I was going to get drafted. Oh, I had been running extremely fast 40s. I've always been a good athlete. I was fast my entire life until I got to the NFL. And so I wasn't worried about the testing part of it. I just wanted an opportunity, especially when you see guys that are supposed to get drafted high come train with you, and they can't do half the things you're doing. You're like, oh, I'm for sure going to get drafted high because I just trained with this guy. They got him as one of the top receivers in the draft, and you just don't know what you don't know. You think because you see this guy, you know how you move, and you know how he moves. It is, it's going to pay off for you. And I, I was really naive to the whole process of how it worked um pissed me off but it, it is what it is i mean it still bothers me to this day really i'm not even gonna lie to you okay what what part of it makes you pisses you off the most when i like i said when i train with guys that were drafted like if you look at the first round i can name every receiver drafted in the first round and only two of them in my opinion had solid careers Really good careers. Actually, I can't even say solid. Very good careers. And it was six receivers drafted in the first round my year. David uh, Terrell, Corey Robinson, Rod yeah. Gardner, Santana Moss, 
Freddie Mitchell, Reggie Wayne. Only two of them had really good careers. Reggie Wayne had a great career. Santa, Santana Moss had a very good career. Those other four, and no disrespect to those guys, it did happen. And so, I mean, Steve Smith was drafted in the third round. He came out our year as well. And so it was just one of those things where, but a lot of it is my mindset, my work ethic. Um, if you want something, you got to work to get it. You, you got to work. You you, you just got to put the work in. And I'm just a firm believer in that. And so that's all I did was work, 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 work. You get drafted in the seventh round. How'd you make the team? My mindset was this, was, I, I remember this like it was yesterday, the a first practice. And granted, I got into a fight my first practice in the NFL minicamp. Got in a fight. Um, I went out to that first practice, and people don't remember this. The Bengals drafted Peter Warwick with the fourth pick the year prior to myself and Chad getting drafted to the Bengals. And so, in my opinion, Peter Warwick and Reggie Bush are the two best college football players I've ever seen. So I was excited. I walk off the field the first day of practice, and I said to myself, Got on the phone with my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Oh, I'm making this team. I'm the best receiver on the team. I probably wasn't, but I damn sure thought I was after that first practice. And so I was not concerned, but I knew I had to work. But my mindset was, after that first practice, there's nobody better than me on this team at receiver. So I'm going to be fine. And I believe having that mindset, those positive thoughts, it helps a lot, a ton. And, and when I train my guys today, we train the physical. But we trained the mental as well. Um, it took you, you had your first two years were okay. Your team was terrible. It was a mess. Uh, your third year, you're injured, so you barely played. It wasn't until really your fourth year in the league that you, that you made it, right? And so I know yeah. in your mind, like you had 41 catches your second year, I and mean, that's, that's pretty good. But to go all of a sudden those become a 70. time catches, though. Really, those are all we getting our butts kicked. Uh, let's throw TJ in the game. And so, you know, <laughs> you get them all in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, okay, so what changed? Number one, I was healthy. Uh, I started doing yoga. Marvin Lewis and Hugh Jackson gave me an opportunity, which is all I wanted. Marvin's first year was my third year. Um, again, like you said, I was hurt. And he basically let me know. You can't be hurt again. He was always came at the club in the tub. And the biggest thing for me was I met a guy named Mark Blanchard, started doing yoga with him, and my health, I, I believe I was like one of the first guys in the NFL doing yoga. And I talked about it a ton because I didn't have any more muscle problems after that till the end of my career when I stopped doing yoga like an idiot. And, and so the, the yoga helped me. Um, Peter Warwick had a slight fracture in his leg in the New York Jets game. He had to come out, miss some weeks, and I got an opportunity to play and never came out of the lineup. Um, what, why was, like, okay, I, we all know Carson Palmer's better than John Kitna. Okay? We, and then John Kitna, obviously now, I think an offense coordinator with the Cowboys, right? Or no, a quarterback coach with the Cowboys. Okay, but for people who, don't, like, okay, Carson Palmer, remember he sat, your, your, for the year you were hurt, he sat, he, he redshirted that first year. Mm-hmm. And then your, the year you blew up, it was with Carson Palmer, who started, I think, 13 of those games in, in his second year. What, what was it about you and Carson that allowed both, both of your careers to take off at that moment? For me, it was opportunity, but 
it was the trust Carson uh, that we developed, and it, it was initially unspoken. I think he saw that I really knew what I was doing, that I understood the offense because we we was the same offense when Marvin came in. He kept uh, Bob Rakowski as the OC, and so the offense was the same. And our offense wasn't easy. It was complicated. The receivers had to know the protection. We had to know who they were IDing as the mic. We had to know who the back was blocking. If it was a match protection, a scab protect, like we had to know all of this. And as a quarterback, when you know a receiver sees what you see, and if they're blitzing, I'm going to break hot. And if I don't, the quarterback's going to get hit in the back. He saw that I was breaking hot when I wasn't supposed to because it was Chad's responsibility. And people always, how did you go from this amount of catches to this amount of catches? Well, I saw they were blitzing, so I would break hot for Carson to give him an outlet. And he started to see that, and I wasn't even a hot guy. It was always the X receiver, which was Chad. We ended up changing it to me. And me and Carson, we were just on the same page. We we had that unspoken bond of we're seeing the game from the same set of eyes. And, and so it was, yeah, he, he just saw that early on, and he just started coming to me. It was times when he'd say, if they give us this coverage, run this route. If they play this, run this route. We would just kind of make things up on the fly during the game. And he trusted that I was going to see what he was seeing, and, and it worked out. You know, what's amazing is, I don't know, you're, you're part of the turnaround Oregon State and then the turnaround with the Bengals. They were the Bengals, they were the Bungles before you guys got there. You finally, you get to the playoffs, right? This is like your, what was it, your fifth year in the NFL? You guys fifth get year. to the playoffs, yeah. right? Carson signs the biggest contract in the history of the sport and then Kimo Van Olhoffen rolls up on his leg. W- what do you remember about it? It was crazy because Carson and Chris Henry both got hurt on the same play. First play of the game, we our OC, Coach Brat, was we're gonna attack on first play of the game. So they play a single high coverage, which Pittsburgh does, but normally their corner stay over the top. We gonna bomb him with Slim. Chris Henry, may he rest in peace. Carson threw a go out to Slim, Slim bombed him, caught the ball, and they both get hurt. Initially I just you didn't realize it because you're so excited, the adrenaline home playoff game. You don't, you know, he's down. You think he's going to come back in the game. Then you see him bring the card out, and you're like, oh, my God. But we all have confidence in Kidman. Like, Kidman can play. People don't. We're winning that game at halftime. We're up. And so we still should have won the game. But if Carson doesn't get hurt, I truly believe we're the best team in the league. We don't want, I believe we'd have won a Super Bowl because, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's the year – Pittsburgh went on to beat Seattle. Nobody could stop us. Like, if you played single high defense against us, in our offense, if you watch football, we talked about this. Our offense wasn't a gimmicky offense. We didn't stack guys. We didn't go in motion. We lined up. You played single high defense for people that are listening. That's one thing. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In the middle, cover one or cover three. We're, me and Chad, we're going to kill you. And if you play too high, that's cover two or cover four, or some type of invert or two-man, whatever it may be, we would just run the ball. And... We were good enough where we got open all the time in man coverage, and if you zoned us up, we were good enough up front with our offensive line that we could run the ball on you. 
And so it was like a pick your poison type of thing, and you could never be right because me and Chad could always get open, and for the most part, we could always run the ball. Um, if you could change one thing about your NFL career, what would it be? Oh, just that I would have been on a team that could have won more. Um, towards the end of my career, I could have done more. For me personally, I would have been – I wouldn't have talked as much. Uh, and it's more when I say talk as much, I want to win so bad and I'm so competitive that I think it towards the end of my career when I was in Seattle, like I think I had a reputation of being like this bad locker room guy when I can't, maybe I'm wrong. You guys, any team that I ever had, they all love me. At least I think they do. (laughs) I've always been a team leader. Um, every team I've been on, guys congregate around my locker. I don't know why. They just did. Yeah. Um, but I had a reputation, I think, in the circle of coaches that I wasn't good for a locker room or team. And part of that was my fault. Well, not part of it. All of it was my fault because I would go talk to coaches and I would challenge them, like, why are we doing this when they're doing this against us? Shouldn't we do this instead of that? And you can't challenge coaches. They're spending an enormous, crazy amount of time preparing a game plan. And here I am, this a Rudy Poo-ass player, and I'm going to question your game plan. And I did that. And I shouldn't have done that. I was wrong for that. But at the time, it was my competitiveness. I'm just trying to win. They should be open to my ideas. And... That just wasn't a good thing. I remember playing in Seattle. I told Matt Hasselbeck, man, let's go talk to Greg Knapp about what we're doing. And Matt Hasselbeck straight up told me, he was like, it's not going to change anything. TJ, I played long enough. They're they're not going to change it. So we just live with the game plan and we try to execute it. And I didn't like that answer. But he was 100% correct. I'm like, let's see if we can get it changed instead of trying to live with it. And I went to try to get it changed. And I did that probably too much. And it was stupid of me. And you just wait and learn. That's probably the thing that I would change. I would just be a player yep. and try to be I, the I, best I, player that I can and don't try to be a coach because I'm not spending the time they spend. That's why I went wrong. Well, I, I don't even necessarily think it's that. Look, I learned that in broadcasting. You know, I learned that in broadcasting and I learned that a little bit in coach. I, I didn't do enough. I thought I found the opposite when I was a player in college. I should have done more of it, you know, because I do think they respected my basketball IQ. I should have had more open conversations. But when you get to like in broadcasting, I have offered up my opinion, sometimes solicited, many times unsolicited. And it just never goes over well because guys that are, you know, guys that are in charge in TV, that's finally their chance to make a decision. And you're questioning it, even if you have. Like, like you said, like, look, your intentions, are, I just want to win football games. It's not necessarily about me. And when you're doing a, you know, in terms of doing TV stuff, you're not, it's not all about you. Um, I'll give you an example. Okay. So I was doing the, I did the NBA draft on radio for a decade. And about, I don't know, halfway through, maybe seven years in, I went to the guy who originally had hired me and I said, Hey, can, can I, I have an idea. I sent maybe an email. Like, here's an idea, just an idea. You guys, and even in the email, I shouldn't have sent probably in an email, but I don't know why that matters, but it does matter. And you know, Ryan Rosillo is, right? Yes. Okay. So Rosillo at the time wasn't who he is now. He was a guy who covered the Celtics. He was a fill-in guy. He loved hoop. And he, he watched more hoop than even I did. 
Okay, I don't. That doesn't necessarily mean he broke it down the way I did, but he knew people in the league. He did all the work, whatever. So I said, "Look, you hire like three or four guys to do the NBA draft, and they're all great guys." Okay, but college guys don't know the pro game, and pro guy pro guys don't know the college guys, right? So it's a it's a flawed premise to have all these guys commenting on players they don't know, or teams that they don't know, or the league that they don't know. What if you just had me and Rosillo do the NBA? We both are professional radio guys. We both know the sport. We both know college. We both know pro. We both talk to people. We can break stories, and we can both interview. I was like, and, and oh, yeah, by the way, I'm already on a contract. It doesn't cost me a penny. I'm already on the show. Doesn't cost, it doesn't change anything. I'm not saying fire anybody. I'm just saying, like, look, instead of hiring three people, just, just you already have Rosillo. Pay him a day, right? And there you go. And uh, the response that I met with, then I was taken off the draft for, like, two months. <laughs> And then, like, I had to go to one of the bosses, like, this is crazy. And it turns out it's because the bo- my boss at the time was like, who the fuck are you trying to tell us what we should do? And I was like, look, man, I, I'm already on. The- I was already on the draft. I was just trying to help him be a better. But that's the way shit happens. Um, okay. Carson Palmer or Joe Flacco, Matt Hasselback. Oh, that's easy. It's Carson. Carson. Carson was, and he was one of the better quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL. He'll never get that acknowledgement. He'll never get that because we didn't win enough. Carson was big. He was a fantastic athlete that people didn't realize he was a great athlete because he sat in the pocket. But if he wanted to move around, he had the athleticism to move around if he wanted to. Great arm. Tremendous person. Like, Carson was so, like, the entire team loved Carson because he exuded just I'm one of the guys type of attitude and guys gravitated to him. Yeah. And he didn't have to force you to. It was just natural for him. Like we would have parties, team parties, and Carson comes to everyone. You don't hey nine, you coming? You don't even have, he's you know he's coming. And so he just he did what you want quarterbacks to do, and it came natural for him, and it could be because he was a quarterback his entire life. He, it was ingrained in him. He knew what to do. I don't know, but, oh, yeah, it's not even close. Not even close, in my opinion. And that's no disrespect to Hasselbeck and Flacco, but, again, I spent a lot of time with uh, Carson. I was only with each of those guys one year. How, um, last thing, okay? I mean, because no, no, no background is more different than you and Carson Palmer, right? Like, he, he, he grows up South Orange County, private school, superstar high school, college, Heisman, number one pick, right? Like, no, but your story, I mean, look, you had, I mean, Cedric Benson's passed away, obviously. Uh, Derek, uh, um, Chris Henry passed away. Like, you have... The story of you guys with with the Bengals was a lot of there's a lot of chances taken there. If I'm a whether it's basketball, football, coach, executive, whatever, how do I how do I determine when I look at your back? Because I you and I have got to know each other for 15 years now, right? How do I like you, you, part of it is like we do this background check. And we find out who, and they're like, whoa, 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 you didn't graduate high school? You know, wait, what? He was doing what? And there are people that will not give you that shot because of your life as a kid and your upbringing, which has nothing to do with you. 
Um, racism. I, <laughs> I mean, really, to just be honest, that's what it is. I don't know if it is and, racism, though. I, I think no, I think it's, 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 there's so there's socioeconomic. Um, right, and because of my socioeconomic background, is the reason why I don't know if I would want to give them a chance. But if I come from a low income neighborhood. Or if I come from a middle-class or high-end neighborhood, why should it matter? You sit because, in because 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 I think because because you I think the concern is you meet with a guy. Yeah, at least I you can tell if a guy's genuine. You can tell if a guy is trying to run game on you, as we say. You you see right through that. You see right like bro, you're not hustling me. You you you, you see at least I can, and so for me. It was just a part of my childhood, and again, and I've had people tell me once I started to play, yeah, I thought you were a thug. Like, we weren't going to even take a chance on you. Like, had scouts and coaches tell me that. Yeah. Once I established myself, I'm like, wow, really? And and I get it. I get it. Your job's on the line. I'm, nobody wants to lose their job over one guy, and if you're wrong, I mean, I, I get it. But how do you handle that I, you would hope the meetings and just getting to know a guy but again they only they only do that for the top 30 or 40 50 guys man other than that i, I don't believe it matters to them well i mean but i would say like you know the where could it go wrong is the chris henry thing right i mean like look chris henry had all this off the field stuff that took away from the fact that he was a spectacular talent on the field right you have kind of the three levels to it like you know, Chad, who is really, as you point out, a quiet dude, but when the camera's on, you know, he has no problem, you know, kind of turning it up. And he's he had some off-the-field stuff, which probably caused the, the, the early termination to his career. You, you had nothing, right? And then you had Chris Henry, which obviously, you know, he tragically dies. And I think that's the fear, right? The fear is that that a guy with a with what would be called a questionable background goes the Chris Henry route as opposed to what happens to you where you become kind of synonymous with like this is what you want a pro to be. And that's a hard thing to determine if you're a general manager. And I'm just wondering when you're trying to assess and evaluate who somebody really is, take away the background, you you think like just meeting with the dude is the is the way to do it. I mean, it's tough. You you can meet with a guy, you don't have a lot of time you can have phone conversations I, I don't know if you can ever make this an exact science to where ah, i got this one nailed I, I just don't believe that's the case and again my situation to be oh it was luck like I, how did i didn't play sports growing up i don't graduate from high school i played my senior year like I don't know how I made it, really, to be, I like the, I just worked hard as hell. I worked harder than everybody, and people that train with me, they know this. But it has to be more to it than that. Um, I'm not, I'm just lucky that it worked out for me. And there's so many cases like mine that aren't lucky. It doesn't work out for them. I'm very aware of that. I'm very thankful because... Where would I be? What would I be doing? Consider my mother had four kids and only one of us graduated, the youngest one. None of them have done 
anything in life to the point where as a parent, you'd say, ah, that's my son or that's my daughter because school wasn't emphasized. It was being in the streets or whatever. Like that's, it was just, it wasn't emphasized in our family. That's all I do with my kids. They probably are, they probably like, shut up, TJ. Like, hey, come on, you do this all work. You better get 100 on this. You better get A. Like, that's all I do is emphasize school to my kids. And if you're going to play sports, oh, you're just going to have a lot of work to do because we're going to study and we're going to work at your game. But, yeah, there's, there's no exact science to this. It's uh, a feel for it, understanding people if they're trying to game you and hope you make the right decision, really, to be honest with you. Because when you say it like that, <laughs> there's really no way, Doug, to figure out uh, – who's the right guy and who isn't from a mental perspective, from a social perspective, and we're not even talking uh, getting on the field and playing football or the court playing basketball. Last thing, Jordan or LeBron? Oh, man. It's, do I really have to answer that? You, don't, you can say whatever you it, want to say. Uh, you don't have to, you don't have me, to pick me, you can... me personally, me personally, for my generation – it's easy, Michael Jordan. No question. But if I look at it now, I thought my I didn't like the Bulls. I was a Laker fan, so I hated Michael Jordan because it seemed like he never missed. But when you look at it now, like this generation, they're going to say LeBron. LeBron scores. He rebounds. He passes the ball. Oh, damn, how old is LeBron? Like LeBron is playing at a high level. Every single year of his career. And so to answer that question, if I had to be honest and impartial, I truly would say LeBron, to be honest with you. Just just because every team, when LeBron leaves the Cleveland Cavaliers, what happens? They're in a the lottery. LeBron leaves the Miami Heat, what happens? I don't know if they're in a the lottery. If they made the playoffs, they're eliminated in the first round. He leaves the Cavs again. Oh, they're in a lottery. Michael Jordan left the Bulls. They still made the playoffs. And so LeBron means so much to a team. Looking at it impartially, I would probably say overall basketball player, LeBron, scorer, Michael Jordan, even though LeBron scoring-wise is on is close. The best defensive back you ever faced. Who is the guy? Chad Bailey. What made him so good? Bailey, but then he could champ was big and he was quick and he was fast and he didn't talk no shit. Like you couldn't even get champ to talk shit to you, but I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a name. I'll give you two names that never get credit. And I, and me personally, I thought they were good. Maybe they just gave me a hard time. I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Lee Biden. You never heard of him, huh? I've heard of Lee Biden. Lee Biden, a dog straight up to play. Big, fast, physical. Lee Biden could play. And then uh, I'll give you two more. Ike Taylor was pretty good in Pittsburgh. I, I thought like he was good. Him. Never got a lot of credit. Um, he's a guy that talks shit. He talked it right back. Like, it <laughs> he'd go on all game. And uh, I actually thought Courtland Finnegan was was pretty good, man. Smaller guy, feisty, had to compete. Um, but God, those three. But Chad Baby, was, well, he was the best DB that I played against. But. Tons of respect for Lee Biden and Ike Taylor, for sure. 
All right, you're a major shit talker, so that means you have to step up here. Who's the guy who gets lots of respect and people talk about how good he was and he really wasn't very good? To you. At what, at what position? The guy you matched up with, cornerback. Oh, what quarterback do they think? The corner, people corner, think good? corner, oh, corner. Oh, DB. DB. Hmm. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Give me a DB that people think is good. Good. Well, I mean, I guess you got to go like in your like Lee Bodden was in your division, right, with Cleveland, right? Oh, but but, so but, there, but we he was good, but honestly, like we like I Doug, this is no lie, man. We didn't go in motion. Me and Chad were like we got open, we ran routes. No, no, I, I, so I all, listen. I understand. All those names I named, we still killed them. No, no, I, I, <laughs> dude, I got you. I got you. I'm just saying. I'm trying to. I can't it. think of any corners in our division because Baltimore had Chris McAllister, Gary Baxter. We killed them. The Steelers probably did the best against us, but we killed them. And the Browns, yeah, we killed them. I'm trying to think. No, I mean because I we we played the Raiders. I'll never forget it. We played the Raiders. Marvin Lewis was talking trash to me and Chad the whole week. That's when they had Nam Diasuwa. Yeah, and. Uh, Little fast dude, what's his name? Fast dude went to Nebraska. He's from Florida, like Bradenton or Pensacola. I can't even think of his name. Brown skin dude, I can't think of his name right now. But the, all he did was play man to man. Me and Chad had a hundred yards at halftime. Got <laughs> hundred yards at halftime, both of us. Why didn't Chad they, work in New England? They're locking him up. Why didn't Chad? Why say? didn't Chad work? In, why didn't Chad work in New England? Why didn't that work? We had been in the same system. Forever, I think going to New England might have been a shock for him. Chad played X um, from the time he got drafted to the Bengals to the time he left. I think going to New England, it was just different. And, and also, and it's well documented, um, I helped Chad a ton in Cincinnati. And so if there was any question on what he was to run, I just told him. And, and so he got used to that. Chad is my partner. Like, I love that dude like a brother. And so... Oregon State, Cincinnati, anytime we're on the field and he looked like he didn't know what he was doing, I just told him, no second thoughts. I want to win. You're one of the best receivers I've ever seen in my life. You can help us win. I'm going to help you because you're my brother. And so it could be it, it was just a little much for him. Um, the comfort level, it was different. You get, I mean, you're in a marriage for 10 years and you get used to doing things a certain way. You get a new girlfriend and things change. you got to get adjusted to it. Football uh, there's no adjustment. You got to adjust now. Uh, uh, shoot all play, and so it would have to be the system. It wasn't for sure. Wasn't physical. Yeah. No. He he lined up in the wrong spot. He struggled to, you know, Brady Brady and him didn't. You know, he he was also a guy who kind of went by feel, and that's not how they play there, right? They didn't they they didn't oh, deviate yeah. from whatever whatever the, whatever the, whatever the deal yeah, was. It's so gifted, man. It's like he's like a basketball player. Oh, you want to run this play? No, give me the ball. Clear out. And he would improvise on his route. He would run the right route, but it would be a lot of improvisation going into it. And the quarterback, you know, he wants to see if I got a dig route, you're going to get up the field, break 18 yards. I want the ball to be caught before the hash, two to four yards outside of the numbers or inside of the numbers. And Chad is going to do that, but it's everything before that that the quarterback and the OC probably don't like. Um, but creating separation, he, he, he can do that. But yeah, it was, 
it sucked because Chad is one of the best receivers to ever play football, and he'll never get that credit. No question. Anybody, no question is talent-wise, it ain't close, bro. I've seen them all. It ain't close. Who's great stuff, man. I appreciate what you're doing in the sports world, you know, and teaching and coaching wide receivers as well, teaching guys that, you know, about work ethic and your own children about going to school. Thanks so much for joining us, and I can't wait for somebody to make a movie on your story. Hey, Doug, I appreciate you, brother. Take care. See you tomorrow, man. <laughs> Perfect, Hoosh. I got to run. Thanks, dude. Take care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. All right, that's uh, that's TJ Hushmanzada. I, I look, I still disagree with him on Jordan and LeBron, and I do think that the younger generation likes LeBron because they've seen LeBron and they've maybe forgotten how dominant Jordan was. But, um, uh, you know, I think especially after the Last Dance, I'm an, even more of a Jordan guy. That said, it's great perspective. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that interview. A little bit different, not a ton of basketball. But as we've done on this podcast, we tell people's kind of life tale of how they got to where they are now. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember to download, to uh, subscribe, and to rate it, because I think somebody gets more money. I don't, if you do so. In the meantime, listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you download podcasts, wherever you listen to terrestrial radio like Fox Sports Radio. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts? I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.